Hello, America. I want to talk to you about what's really going on in our country, no matter what the experts tell you, what's really happening in the economy and what is coming. They will tell you that inflation is not a problem. It hasn't arrived. There's no inflation. Have you been to Costco lately? Have you tried to buy really pretty much anything? Are you paying attention at the gas station? I'm going to tell you what's really going, uh, what's really happening, and what is really coming our way even this summer. We begin with your swimming pool and your, uh, your paper towels in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So one of the things that uh, uh, you think of when you think of summer is outside cooking and barbecuing. There is a Rectech with your name on it. They are phenomenal. This will grill. This will smoke. It will bake even. And I haven't burned a thing. I mean, that's darn near impossible for me. Um, I'm good. I'm a good cook in the kitchen. I'm horrible on the grill. Uh, and especially with meats, they just, they just always catch on fire and then it's over. Uh, it started out as a good piece of meat. Now it's, now it's, uh, looked like it was been in a car wreck, uh, really bad. Anyway, um, Rectech will take care of that problem. It has sensors in it. It is smart technology. You can control it from your phone. I haven't wrecked a single piece of meat. In fact, they come out delicious and perfect every time. There is no grill like a Rectech. You can go and find the best grill out there on the market, look at the price, look at what it does, see how it's built, and then compare it to a Rectech. Nothing even comes close. It's Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. That's Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. So you're seeing two different things now when you go to the gas station or you go to the grocery store. When you go to the gas station, you're starting to see inflation. When you go to the grocery store, many times if you're paying the same price for a product, you may be paying shrinkflation. Shrinkflation is not something that we talk about except usually with uh, snack foods and potato chips. Where you you open up the package and it's the same package. And it's filled with air, and there are like four chips in it. And you're like, wait, what, what happened here? It is the significant price increase on a per-unit basis. How do, we, how, do we, how do we offer that when every, all of the raw materials are going up? Well, you just repackage in the same package, but you, you shrink it somehow or another. Well, this is what's just happened at Costco. Uh, This, according to uh, uh, the Bear Trap, they say that the paper towels, the Costco paper towels, you're spending the same amount of money, but the roll has 20 fewer sheets, which may not seem like a, a lot, but they're only 160 sheets in a roll. So now you've gone from 160 sheets to 140 for the same price. That's the equivalent of 14.3% inflation. But nobody's going to say anything about it because it's shrinkflation. When 30% of all of the groceries 
that are purchased in the U.S. are generics, that's a pretty big deal. 30% now are generics. The retail price, if it goes up by 5%, and the size of the package or the product drops by 10%, you have 15% inflation, not 5 And that's not, nobody's talking about that. Oh, you know, maybe we have 4.8% you know, inflation. Really? Okay. Now, has anybody shrinked the size of the food that you've just received or the product that you've just received? Because we have to add that up. Remember, whatever it is reduced by 10% less product plus, you know, 4.8% inflation or whatever it is, if it goes up in price, that's what you have. If it stays like the Costco towels, they went uh, down by 20 sheets. So now you have 10% inflation. This is going to hit us everywhere. And people are going to celebrate the labor. They're going to say, oh, yeah, but look, because I can guarantee you, you're going to hear shortly, the White House is going to say, we've created these good, high-paying jobs. Well, these high-paying jobs were not high-paying jobs before COVID. They are high-paying jobs now because the government is paying people to stay home. And so as they stay home... These restaurants and all of these ma and pa stores, they cannot hire anybody. They have to keep raising the wage and raising the wage and raising the wage, which will be passed on to you as a consumer in inflation of the prices of whatever that store sells or whatever that company makes. So we're killing ourselves by saying, oh, look, we're going to. We're going to have a higher wage. Yes, and because of that higher wage, we all are going to have higher inflation. So whatever you made in your wage is going to be gone anyway because of the price of food and literally everything else. Warren Buffett was talking about this this weekend. He said, and I quote, we are seeing substantial inflation. Why are we seeing substantial Inflation. He says it's because people have money in their pocket. Well, why do they have money in their pocket? Some pe- most people haven't even haven't even worked for a year. How do they have money in their pocket? They have money in their pocket because the government has paid them some in some cases more than what they were earning in the first place. Everything is surging and you don't realize the impact. So when, when China decides to build the biggest dam in the world, the price of concrete goes up because we're running out of sand and China is using a ton of concrete, much more than we are or anybody else. So when somebody says, I have an infrastructure project, for instance, we're going to renew the electricity grid. What does that drive prices up to for you? For one thing, copper. All of the electrical grid is dependent on copper. So if you're trying to wire a house, good luck with that, because the government is now going to be the biggest 
buyer of copper, which will drive the price through the roof. That's why copper is up 90% in the last year. And they say with the Joe Biden thing, the price will double from there. That's also because, not just because of the electricity grid, but also because of electric vehicles and solar panels, everything, including the copper, will balloon. So what does that mean to you? It means everything that you buy is going to be more expensive. Here's, here's another thing. Meat. Have you tried to buy any meat lately? This is because there was a deadly pig disease that hit Germany and China, and it's roaring back in China. Also, crop prices surged. And so farmers that had poultry, pigs, cattle, any of it, they're the first ones to get pinched. And some of them, they can't afford the high price of feed. And so what do they do? They either sell the cows for slaughter or slaughter them themselves. Cost for corn fed, uh, uh, corn feed for livestock doubled. Soybean meal, 40% higher. Can you feed your family on food that has doubled in price? Especially if you're living close to the line. So how are we expecting our farmers to do this? Coffee is up 33%. Sugar is also up. You like toast in the morning? Wheat prices have hit the highest they've been since 2013. Everything is going up. And it's causing, it's causing something called the Cobra effect. And we are now in the early stages of the biggest Cobra effect in the history of economics. This is pretty remarkable. There has been $15 trillion globally put into finance. $15 trillion. And that was to save the economy and save, you know, a deflationary period where cost of everything goes through the floor. So they put $15 trillion globally in. That is, I think, a low number because if these two other stimulus packages uh, passed that um, Joe Biden was talking about last week, the United States and the Fed will have put in $19 trillion in the last year themselves. So what the COBRA effect is, is when something, um, something in price is is pretty steady and then all of a sudden it just spikes up like a cobra and it's in trouble bringing its head straight up we're seeing a cobra effect a lot of them in a lot of different things um the price of ethereum after elon musk tweets the u.s unemployment after the government lockdowns a spike in the search on google for the word inflation that's a cobra spike now what they're looking at is the price of corn and copper and aluminum and cobalt year over year more than a hundred percent construction for lumber seen a spike of 320 percent year after year over year used cars are now up 55 percent 
and they are now starting to show up in things that you have to buy groceries, especially meats, pork, chicken and beef, gasoline. Technically, we're already in a Cobra effect, uh, but it's regional electronics, phones, personal computers, anything with a computer chip. I got news for you, gang. That's everything. Travel costs, airfare, rental cars, hotels, all of it. So why is this happening? Again, Uncle Sam. Trillions of dollars have been pushed into the economy. And now that we're reopening, the flood of spending, of travel, of buying with all of that cash is going to uh, accelerate. And goods and services that you rely on are going to stand up just like the head of a cobra. They're going to go through the roof. You haven't seen anything yet because you're not spending yet. Not on the consumer level. Spending is slower than it it should be with all of this cash. People are hanging on to their cash. But the minute that money starts to move... Uh, you know, $19 trillion is going to come into the economy. $5 trillion, even if $5 trillion comes into the economy, that's a problem. Now, there are problems that we're also seeing uh, from uh, Bank of America. They said we're headed for another 2008-style problem with derivatives do you remember those derivatives yeah everybody everybody made bets on derivatives and it was really stupid and we all agreed that it was stupid but nobody had to pay a price because we bailed all the banks out and so they learned oh well if we make a mistake or we cause a problem we're too big to fail well let's go buy more derivatives and sell derivatives oh they have and Bank of America just reported, um, we might be headed towards trouble. Oh, really? Oh, well, Barney Frank told us we wouldn't have any trouble. I'll give you more on this coming up in just a second. Stand by. First, stop saying inflation is on the way. It is here. It is here. So now what are you going to do about it? Well, the best time-tested way to protect against inflation is by backing your portfolio uh, with precious metals. Goldline is who you want to talk about. Uh, Goldline, it's really an easy process. Goldline makes it easier than ever to get started today. Find out how to use uh, uh, funds from a qualified retirement account to protect your portfolio with physical precious metals. It is not a good idea to have precious metals uh, on paper. It's just uh, that's a stupid idea. Make sure it's physical gold or silver. Due to overwhelming popularity, Goldline is extending its 6% free metals promotion bonus for self-directed IRA acquisitions this week. Call them today. Get started. Protect yourself from uh, just runaway inflation now. They're waiting to hear from you. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. I don't... Somebody opened my door, so... 
don't know. Nobody's here. All right. Some stories that we are uh, following for you. Mortgage-backed securities. Do you remember those, Stu? Yeah, that was kind of a big story I remember about uh, 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. Well, we fixed it. Oh, Um, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we fixed it. And don't worry about Bank of America. Um, They said on their earnings call last week, they said 22% of U.S. mortgages that they are holding is uh, there are in in some sort of forbearance meaning uh we're screwed we have to rewrite all of these loans because people are too far behind so we either have to foreclose on them or we have to rewrite the loans 22 percent of everybody's mortgage held by bank of america this is what comes from People not being able to lose their house and be evicted from their house. Okay, good. But what does that mean to the banks? We've been asking that. It doesn't just stop there. It goes all the way up the chain. Now, the number is probably higher because Bank of America is perceived, at least, of making more safe loans than other lenders who cater to lower credit qualities. So maybe as much as 30 to 35% of mortgages are in default without forbearance in place. Also, the bailout of the Federal Reserve is now being talked about. A bailout of the Federal Reserve. There's a new requirement, U.S. uh, pensions to be insured by Uncle Sam, are required to carry 33% balance of U.S. government bonds by January 30th, 2022. So now what does that mean? That means no one is buying our bonds. So the labor unions have agreed to have their pensions guaranteed by the federal government, but they have to buy U.S. Treasury bonds. 33% of all of the union's pension funds have to be in U.S. Treasuries. Everyone's going to get screwed on that one. So now this doesn't bail out the United States. This takes about $9 trillion off of the Fed's sheets. You know, everybody's like, all right, we're just we're just printing our own money and the Fed's just making up debt. No, no, no. They had a plan the whole time. They're not going to hold the debt. What do you think? The banks are going to hold that debt? And remember, that's who the Fed is. No, of course not. Mm-mm. On the money merry-go-round, you, you just have the Fed just uh, sell it to the pensions. Mm, that's it. Labor unions take it. Oh, that's. That's fantastic. Uh, By the way, in 2008, the FDIC, the insured banks, had a total of $878 billion in derivatives exposure. $878 billion. As of fourth quarter last year, the banks sure learned their lesson. We're at $4.2 trillion for FDIC insured banks. That's a 478% increase. By the way, the total derivatives market is in the hundreds of trillions of dollars. But we're just talking about the banks that are FDIC insured. The first thing the banks do is take your money 
and apply it to their losses. And as soon as there is a collapse in stock, they are all in those stocks and they've all bet on derivatives and they've all double sold them 400 and uh, 478% increase, $4.2 trillion in FDIC banks. We're going to get into all of these stories later this week, but let me tell you what this means. This means you get into a bank that is local, that does not have a trading desk, that they're not also trading. They're just taking in deposits and making loans. Get into a local bank. Let me say it again. Get into a local bank that is not one of these big banks and is not part of Merrill Lynch or J.P. Morgan or any of those trading houses. Just go to a local bank. And I would suggest you do it soon. Maybe today. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Ah. I don't know if you mowed the lawn this uh, this week yet. Some parts of the country, I, I don't know if you're mowing the lawn yet. That's craziness. Move. Anyway, uh, Hustler Turf. There is just nothing better than getting up on a Saturday morning, roll out of bed, and mowing the lawn. Oh, wait. Yeah, there's a lot of things better than that, especially if you're spending two hours in the sun. You can cut that time in half, and you can actually make it a pleasure with hustler turf this is a this is a lawnmower of lawnmowers this is the elite lawnmower it is it's the company that invented the zero turn lawnmower back in the 50s or 60s they perfecting it ever since these things have been built for the last 30 years to last and cut lawns eight hours a day every day of the week they're gonna last they'll hold up there's nothing like a hustler you can go look at lawnmowers, but find a Hustler dealer and test drive one today. Check out HustlerTurf.com. Find a Hustler dealer near you. HustlerTurf.com. Do it now. With all this inflation coming, who knows what a Blaze TV subscription will cost tomorrow. I mean, you better get it today. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks on your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck program, along with uh, my producer Stu Bergier. It's a, oh, it's a pleasure, uh, Glenn. Uh, I wanted to see if you wanted to comment on because I was fascinated by this the the stance taken by Joe Biden uh, about masks and whether you're oh supposed God. to be wearing them indoors oh with God. other vaccinated people when you are also vaccinated. This so was, I just want to ask this. Mm. Are we following the science mm. or are we following something that feels good to some people? I think because that I think that's what Joe Biden is doing now. He's just deciding yeah. what feels good to him and he's doing it. And that's what's been condemned by him and so many others for so long. He seems to basically admit what you're saying here. Listen to this clip. This is a uh, Joe Biden uh, in a recent interview. Are you going to be one of these folks now? We're no longer going to see the president of the United States outside with a mask on? Sure. 
Sure. I mean, but what I'm going to do, though, when, because the likelihood of my being able to be outside and people not come up to me is not very, very high. So it's like, really? look, you and I took our masks off when I came in because look at the distance we are. But if we were, in fact, sitting there talking to one another close, I'd have my mask on and I bet you'd have a mask, even though we've both been vaccinated. And so it's it's, it's a small precaution to take that has a profound impact it's a patriotic responsibility for god's sake it's making sure that your wife your children your if you if in in fact they haven't been vaccinated making sure that they're not going to get sick but how i can't both vaccinated (laughs) i mean i was singing about this at church yesterday we were singing you had to wear a mask when you're singing you got to wear a mask oh i hate that mask so much i can't stand it and if the church would just say, hey, if everybody gets vaccinated, we can all take the masks off, you know, because there's elderly people there, et cetera, et cetera. We're still distancing from each other. But still, you know, you in that situation, you don't want to be sitting there shoulder to shoulder when there's people that could be sick. Um, you know, and I thought, you know, I'd go rush to get the vaccination if if the message was vaccination everybody we get up to 80 percent vaccination 90 percent. everybody can everybody forget the mask thing but they're not that's not what they're saying they're now saying maybe school will open up in fall maybe right maybe (laughs) i mean there's absolutely no science whatsoever involved in these decisions i mean they'll if you push them enough they'll even tell you it's about mask culture we want to make sure that people see people like the president wearing masks so they know that they should also be wearing masks uh, which is just an insane thing but you're right on the messaging glenn The, the messaging is the biggest is the craziest part about this i was talking to a friend of mine who you know is not no big fan of the vaccine and has absolutely no interest in getting it under any circumstances and i said you know what if the government pitched it to you like this if you get the vaccine you will never hear from anthony fauci again and she was like all right i would get the vaccine in that circumstance i would get it right yes (laughs) because everyone in congress had been vaccinated Everyone in Congress had been vaccinated and, you know, they cleaned that thing out before anybody came in. If they if Congress would have come in and been full and seated next to each other and no one was wearing a mask Mm -hmm. and the president said, oh, it is good to be back to normal. This is because everybody here has been vaccinated. Guys, get the vaccination. Let's end this nightmare. Let's get back to normal. Everyone would do it, yeah. or the vast majority of people would do it. You'd be at herd mentality quickly. Herd immunity. You always say herd They're mentality. Herd immunity. But it's, uh, yeah. I know. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> we're in herd mentality. <laughs> yes, right we're definitely now. there. I keep saying it. You know, it's a Freudian because I, yeah. it, we're talking about the masks, and that's what it is. It's herd mentality. We have achieved herd mentality, just we not have. herd immunity yet. We have. Uh, right. But you're right. That, that would be a big difference. And, you know, because the government. Uh, has come out and messaged this this particular way but, you know like ted cruz was walking around without a mask uh, and they're like how dare you sir you're putting us in danger he's like i've already been vaccinated this is ridiculous the whole point of this is to return us back to normal people don't just like getting shots in their arms for fun like the whole point of this is to return us back to normal and now you have a situation where well over 80 percent of our elderly have already received the vaccine over 80 percent not all fully vaccinated yet but on their way 
And that is a a massive step forward. And we've seen incredible results from it already. And instead of just embracing this and saying, hey, look, this is this is a great way to get back to our old normal lives. No, they can't. They, they can't say they that. They can't. Yeah. I, they have to have the crisis. And mm. you'd have to ask yourself, why? What do they need this crisis to do more than it's already done? It's yeah. You've already passed trillions of dollars of new spending. Still trillions on the board to pass, though. They still need this crisis to get a a jobs. I mean, if the uh, if if everything's going back to normal, you don't need to spend five trillion extra dollars on all these projects. Right. That's why these things even have a chance of passing is because people understand there's it's been a terrible year and we're trying to bounce back from it. And I understand that. But like without that crisis, you you don't have the ability to spend the five trillion dollars, most likely. And I just think it's, about it. It's frustrating. It's, it's really frustrating to watch because they instead of just having saying, look, we've got a good product here. You know what? We don't have to force people to take it. And we, we, we just let's just be honest with everybody. If this is a 90 percent effective product, roll it out there. Let people take it if they want to take it. And I think the vast majority of people would. And that's, you know, we're already past the majority, but still, there's no reason to talk it down. There's enough people who are just don't want to get shots. People who don't normally go to the doctors for anything. There's a lot of those mm-hmm. people out there. And yeah, I know there's a lot of people. Yes, people get a lot of focused on people who are really ideologically against vaccines, and that's that, that's that's up to them. But like, you don't need to you don't need to get those people to do it. Just get people who who are who would take it, but don't really you know see the value in it because you keep telling them if they get the vaccine, nothing in their life will change. Well, why the hell would you so do it? Did you it? like needles? What is the point yeah. of it? There's no reason to do it unless you're the reason why it's so high with elderly is because they have uh, they have reason to do it. In, if yeah, they get right. it, they can die. So everybody else who isn't in that situation is not elderly. Why would you do it? Well, why? I, I mean, why would you do it? Well, I, well, I mean, like I think the again, I'm to be clear, super mega America's most pro vaccine person. Like I, 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 right, I, totally, I, I think it's a very positive. And I'm thing. not against the vaccine no, at not. all. I just had COVID and I had a bad case of it. And I'll, you know, I'll watch when everybody else who had COVID starts to get it again. And then I'll, because I'm way behind them. There's about a third of the country they believe has had COVID in one way or the other, including myself and you, both COVID-19 survivors. Uh, And, uh, (laughs) you know, people, they do tend to overlook those with uh, natural immunity. That's part of this package here, right? If you had it already, there's a good chance. I mean, that doesn't mean you shouldn't get the vaccine. There's still some crossover there. But, uh, you know, it's it's certainly a more borderline choice as you go down those roads but the bottom line is like you know there are a lot of people who would get it if they if the messaging was different and it would be nice if they would if they would do what kind of israel did when israel was like look yeah we're we're just gonna open everything up as soon as we get, get to this move number. on yeah i mean and and instead of doing that they've been trying to threaten people they've been trying you know a, a big part of this too is the media looking for reasons to criticize the south Republicans, religious people, the people who may have higher percentages of of not going to get the vaccine. They're just using this as a nice way to criticize people like Donald Trump. Now, again, Donald Trump got the vaccine. He got COVID and he got the vaccine. 
right? Donald Trump, the guy that, you know, that they keep saying is at the head of this anti-vaccine movement, oddly enough, came up with Operation Warp Speed, then got the vaccine the second it was available. I don't know how the guy could be so anti-vaccine. Doesn't seem to be to me. But still, like this is just pushed as another way to try to, to 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 terrorize people that the, you know the, the media doesn't like. Instead of just you know, pitching this as you know, give people reliable information and they will act as if they as they see uh, as they deem appropriate, and that's a much better way of handling this stuff. The reason why they're going after Donald Trump is because he's just anti-science. <laughs> I mean, it's so clear where you have Joe Biden, who is Mister Science, and now <sighs> just to back that up. When they're when the science disagrees with him, he's like, come on, man. It's just your patriotic duty. Yeah. I, it, no, I thought we were following science, not patriotism. And and think about follow what, science. They've given Joe Biden this amazing, um, amazing credit for this vaccine rollout. When, as we point out, the same guy who Trump put in charge is in charge now. Since Biden took it over, yes, we've seen more people get vaccinated because that's because the, the, the supply has increased, right? Like, right. I mean, obviously and, more people have been vaccinated, but I mean, the rollout has had all sorts of problems. They had a, a 15 million dose loss in a Baltimore factory. They uh, still are, are screwing up this whole thing with AstraZeneca doses that they eventually might get to people who need them. Uh, millions and millions of doses just sitting there. Uh, unused you have uh, the messaging of this which has been an utter disaster and now you already are at the point where we're seeing declines daily which you know I don't necessarily think is a big, as big a deal as some others do but still and then yet this guy gets all this credit and Trump gets beat beat up over it as if he had no and, plan whatsoever and by the way um, Donald Trump was heavily involved in every conference everything with COVID Biden and Harris have skipped almost every COVID conference call with the governors. And the guy leading that now is Andrew Cuomo. And then you have Joe Biden this weekend saying, uh, we got to stop all travel to India and all travel from India. When a year ago he was calling Donald Trump a racist for doing that with China, China. Now he's doing it with India. India needs help. And we're not helping India. What do I, I mean, that's one of our good, strong allies. Why are we not mobilizing to help the people in India? I mean, this, this compassionate Democratic administration is oh so compassionate I, and so subtle about it that I almost miss it every day. All right, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It's American uh, Finance. No, I'm sorry, it's not. It is Relief Factor. Um, I got an email in from uh, Drew. Drew lives in Texas. When he was in his 40s, he had an accident that left, left him dealing with all kinds of pain in his back and his shoulders. For months, he said it was just hard to even get around. And if you knew Drew uh, and knew how Drew rolls, that's, that's not Drew. So he heard about Relief Factor a few years ago, decided he would give it a try, see if it would alleviate some of the pain. By the time he got to the end of his three-week quick start, he was shocked to find out that almost all of his pain was gone. He's been taking it ever since. Relief factor. He got his life back. He's living it the way he wants on his terms. Do the same for you. Try the three-week quick start. If it doesn't work for you in three weeks, it's probably not going to work. 
Seventy percent of the people who try it go on to order more. Eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. Eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. It's relieffactor dot com. Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. You see the uh, CBS now. Of course you didn't. I was going to say the uh, sixty minutes last night. Leslie Stahl went in uh, to one of the only chip manufacturers in America that has left uh, and showed how bad the the chip industry is in trouble. And there's going to be a massive shortage of chips. And that is, you know, everything. I mean, what doesn't have a chip in it besides people? What doesn't have a chip in it? Uh, and anything that has a chip in it, if it goes wrong or if it, you're trying to buy a new one, is going to go up because there are there's China is is building infrastructure using chips. There's been problems, uh, slowdowns in China. We don't make them. Uh, and uh, even Ford is saying that they're you know, they're not going to be able to. I, I when Stu, when does the American people. When do they start to say, ah, I've never seen this before in America. I've never seen a 18-week wait for something. I mean, we've been very tolerant because of, of COVID, but we're not going back uh, to, a, to a world where things are going to be as easy to get as they have always been. I mean, if that's true, I don't think the American people have recognized that yet people still look at this and say well there's covid i know here in texas we had some bad weather over the winter and so everything is difficult to get your hands on right now but if this extends over a long period of time i don't see how he escapes blame eventually the american people are going i keep saying these things i don't know if i even believe them anymore eventually the american people are going to see this and say hey someone's got to be held accountable for it uh, this is not America. This is not what we're, we're, you know, this is not what this country has been able to produce over all these years. Uh, but it does seem to be that uh, right now they are understanding generally. They're understanding that, okay, yeah, I wonder if that time. ever comes. I wonder if it ever comes back where we're like, wait, wait, what do you mean I have to wait? I mean, how long before that goes away? I'm not there uh, because I still give it the break of COVID. But uh, fundamentals have completely changed. Uh, you know, when you can't build a house, the new, uh, a new house now is $36,000 more expensive just because of the lumber. Try this one. Better get some uh, chlorine for your pool because they're expecting we're going to run out of chlorine this summer. So you won't be able to put chlorine into your pool. We're going to run out of chlorine. What? Okay, that's because they had a fire last year, and now some of the raw materials that the, that it takes to make the chlorine is in is in shortage. Clorox bleach is the same thing; they're having a problem. They had four quarters of unbelievable growth in their company. Now they're having shortage problems, and uh, they're going to have to start raising the price of bleach. I mean, at one point. At what point do people say, okay, wait a minute, all the prices are going up and I have to wait for everything. It's, it's, that's not in the American psyche. The only thing we can do now is maybe a couple trillion dollars more uh, to give out and then that would, that would be helpful. That would be really, 
This is the Glenn Beck Program.